Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hill 70 Quantock Ranch, the place that you want to be to buy your bulls in 2020. Hello, folks. Bill Creech here with Hill 70 Quantock Ranch Barn Burning Bull Sale. We're at Lloydminster, Alberta, and this is our 50th annual bull sale. It's February 1, 2020, right at the ranch. We'll sell 400 bulls, red and black Angus, horned and pulled Herefords, Charlays, red and black Sim Angus bulls, and Galvey Balancers. 75% of these bulls are two-year-olds. They're held over. They're not leftovers, plus bred and open commercial females. We'll see you at our 50th annual bull sale. Remember to call us, 800-665-SALE. Make sure you have the right date marked. It's February 1, 2020, Hill 70 Quantock Ranch, 50th bull sale, Lloydminster, Alberta. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, a look at the coronavirus outbreak in China and its impact on agricultural markets. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Today, mainly cloudy, 30% chance of light snow, wind northwest 20, the high minus 4, the low minus 10. Tomorrow, becoming cloudy in the morning, then snow. Wind southwest 30, becoming light near noon, the high minus 2. Wind chill minus 14 in the morning and minus 7 in the afternoon, the low minus 22 Tuesday night. Wednesday, the high minus 19, the low minus 28. Thursday, sunny with a high minus 13. Evening periods of snow Thursday, the low minus 12. Friday, cloudy, 60%. Chance of flurries, the high minus 4, the low minus 18. Saturday, partly cloudy, the high minus 10, the low minus 13. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high near minus 6. Normal high is minus 8 for this date, the normal low minus 20. The sun rose at 8.20 this morning. It sets at 6.05 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot, is Leader and Jimmy Lake both at minus three. The cold spot, Uranium City up north at minus 14. Estevan is minus six, Saskatoon minus four, Swift Current minus eight, Weyburn minus six, Yorkton minus seven. In Regina with part of the cloudy skies, it's minus six, that's 21 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the northwest at 23, giving a wind chill right now of minus 13. Humidity is 79%, the barometer rising 102.2. Light snow and moose jaw minus 4, winds are from the northwest at 22. Once again, Regina, partly cloudy, minus 6, that's 21 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Much of the world's attention right now is on the impact of the coronavirus, especially in China. The virus is having an impact on world agricultural markets. China reported a rise in new cases today, with the number of deaths rising to more than 900 people. Errol Anderson of Pro Market Communications in Calgary says China is a major consumer in the world marketplace. Well, just generally from the commodity world perspective, uh, China does uh, consume 
uh, half of the global commodities. So products like uh, crude oil, which is king of commodities, uh, you know, we believe that uh, if this uh, infection continues to spread, um, that the crude oil market will break that $50 barrier. Uh, the major support, we believe, is way down at $44. Now, I'm not saying that we're going to go to $44, but this is a technical wave pattern that we're looking at. Now, if the king of commodities moves down there, it's going to yank on pretty much everything else in the world. Um, the um, the big fallout right now is in uh, dry bulk uh, ocean freight rates. Uh, and this is iron ore, this is coal, and this is uh, for grain. And they have virtually collapsed. Like some of these... Um, uh, uh, shipments uh, have moved down more than 90% since September. Now, they started to break before September, but now they're really falling out. And certainly the other one is Dr. Copper. We're watching that one, and that's struggling as well. So relating it back to the grain markets, um, grain markets, grain traders are definitely cautious. Uh, looking at the corn market, uh, the traders really are in neutral form, but they believe that the corn market might take a run toward contract lows. So it's kind of at a crossroads. We need some bullish news. The soybeans have been struggling. The problem with the U.S. markets right now is their exports. Their exports just haven't picked up. Now, the Chinese apparently have claimed that they're going to uh, pick up the exports to meet those phase one uh, trade deal uh, commitments. Uh, whether that'll happen or not is really unknown, but certainly that's going to pressure these grain markets just in the near term. Anderson explains further. This is hard to believe, but there's a de- deflationary force that's going on. And uh, I know right now in China, uh, because of the situation, there's inflationary forces at work. Uh, but generally, uh, deflation has been around these commodity markets now for the last two, three years. And the reason why, it's because of debt. And there's just too much debt in the world, and you cannot push up interest rates in this environment. Uh, It would throw many companies out of business, and it would certainly increase consumer bankruptcies. Uh, so we're at a we're at a crossroads here where the debt's overhanging us. Uh, we've got deflationary pressures. Uh, that's one of the reasons why actually gold hasn't taken off. Now I know gold's gone up, uh, but it hasn't done particularly well in my view. Uh, so it has that effect. Uh, the markets are very very cautious uh, right now, particularly uh, with a lack of demand. And uh, uh, this I believe will temper us going right into the late winter market. Now, if the infection peaks uh, within the next month and the market senses that the infections are going down, then we could have a massive short covering rally going into the spring market. So these are definitely different times. Errol Anderson is a market analyst with ProMarket Communications in Calgary. Farm Credit Canada has been hosting a number of farm business plans workshops this winter. Rob Hannum with Synthesis Agri-Food Network says not having a written business plan is a missed opportunity for farmers. Having a plan helps you organize your thoughts. Like as a business owner, a farm business owner, you've got lots of ideas in your head, I'm sure. Having a written plan helps you get those thoughts out of your head and onto a page. And then you see things, I, I think, more clearly. You can prioritize, you can... Um, maybe have a different vision on them. And things, for me as a business owner anyway, become clearer. Once I write them down, it's easier to pick and choose what are the top three things or what's right or what's not right at this time. The business plan doesn't have to be long, but it should cover business strengths and weaknesses. Hannum also references a recent study of more than 500 farm operations. 
He says top performers have the following attributes. Having a learning mindset, being open, learning, going to training sessions, always staying you know, in the forefront and seeking new information. That's the number one habit. And that's not that hard, right? We go to farm shows. Are we asking the right questions? Are we looking hard enough? Are we reading the paper? Are we going to some of these training sessions? Number two on the list is having up-to-date financial records. And number three is using advisors, whether it be financial, agronomic, or legal. Back in a moment. Regina-based Farm Credit Canada says tomorrow is being celebrated as Canada's Agriculture Day. Marty Seymour is Farm Credit Canada's Director of Industry and Stakeholder Relations and oversees Canada's Ag Day on behalf of FCC. He says it's the fourth year to celebrate the farming community. So this year across the country there's probably a hundred of events happening. Our signature one is a major conference in Ottawa, but most importantly at the anchor of it is a social media conversation happening on February 11th just celebrating Canadian agriculture and food. Seymour says Canada's Agriculture Day will focus on strengthening the relationship between consumers and producers who share a common appreciation and sense of pride that comes from buying food grown or processed on Canadian soil. The birth of Ag Day really comes down to, I think, the general concern in agriculture about public trust in the food system. And, oh, it's seven, eight years ago now, uh, agriculture more than ever uh, was born as a social media platform that farmers could get on and tell their story. And what we wanted to do was break the echo chamber on on those conversations and pull consumers into this. And so on February 11th, we mobilized the country and, frankly, the day owns to every farmer, every food processor, and every grocer in this country to just say, you know what, Canadian food is something we can all be proud of, and the people behind the food are well-intentioned, people that are really just trying to make a difference. And, um, and so gathering and pulling the industry together on February 11th, I think is pretty special. Seymour says there's a growing appetite among consumers to learn more about the food they buy, and they want information straight from the individuals who grow it. I've seen a huge evolution in consumer interest in where their food comes from, and I use a term called food curious. And, um, you know, we know that 60% of Canadians are actually interested in learning more about where their food comes from. So from my standpoint, the, the table is set for our industry to tell our story, and it doesn't matter which part of the industry we come from, whether it's uh, the plant side, the animal side, the dairy side. There actually is a huge appetite for consumers uh, to just to have a better grasp and understanding of their food. So for me, when, when you have a constituent growing the food and an audience on the other side that's actually food curious, it's a pretty good recipe. And so what we realized was we needed to, to concentrate our efforts and our messaging on one day to see if we could expand our reach to greater cities like you know Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary, the big markets uh, where people just don't have that connection to food. Seymour says to mark Canada's Agriculture Day, FCC is releasing a video as part of a campaign aimed at ensuring consumers understand that food grown by Canadian farmers comes from one of the safest, most diverse, and most affordable food systems in the world. We're launching a campaign called Buy Canada. And, uh, and what it really is rooted in is, with all the confusion and noise in the food system, is I believe that Canada has the safest food system in the world. We have safe, reliable supply of food. And so if you're not sure about where your, food's comes, where your food comes from or the story behind it, at a minimum, when you have a choice, choose to buy Canadian products. The people raising it are our neighbours, they work in our community, and they actually make, make Canada what it is. And so at a minimum, on Canada's Agriculture Day, if you can look at a label and say, you know what, I'm supporting Canadian agriculture and food, you should feel proud about that. We never have to apologize in this country for the food we grow. So Canada's Agriculture Day is about creating pride 
around our food. Seymour explains how farmers can join the conversation on Canada's Agriculture Day tomorrow. You know, at its core, we're calling on the industry. If you're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, pick a social media channel, is that you uh, just get involved in the conversation. Look for the hashtag CBN Ag Day and post some content. And for, for many, I think that can be intimidating. And so I think you could simplify this and just say in your local coffee shop, uh, if you're at the rink, is just have a conversation. And I think in Saskatchewan, we think that most people are really connected to food. And most of the research says that whether you're from Cardiff, Saskatchewan, or Yorkton, um, it doesn't necessarily guarantee that you understand where your food comes from. And uh, and so my ask of Canadian farmers and food processors is just initiate a conversation. Um, it's that easy. People are really drawn to the authenticity of farmers and what we stand for. And uh, And so just be yourself. Marty Seabor is Farm Credit Canada's Director of Industry and Stakeholder Relations and oversees Canada's Ag Day on behalf of FCC. Back in a moment. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola fell $2.20 at $4.21.68. Oats dropped $4.33 at $201.36. Number one red spring wheat went up $0.96 at $229.38 per metric ton. The rest were unchanged. Durham, $266.39. Feed barley, $177.68. Flax 535.79, lentils 482.50, yellow peas 249.89, feed wheat 156.83. In Minneapolis, March spring wheat is down two and a half cents at five dollars thirty-three and a quarter cents a bushel. Heartland Livestock Market Report. Tony Peacock reporting from the Swift Current Yards. Tuesday cow sale was steady to the week previous. The slaughter bulls maybe even a touch higher. They top at 122.50. On the Thursday calf sale, 1,120 head, 702 the average weight for every calf in the sale, $1,291 per head. That's $40 less than the sale two weeks previous. Incidentally, it's an exact tie for the sale one year ago for that date. In the trade, 65 big good Red Cross steers, 930 pounds, 177.75. The eight and a quarter, 850s, 175.50 for the blacks, 178 for the Red Cross. Right at 800 pounds, straight Red Angus steers, a dollar eighty. 760 weights, 188.75 to 189.50. Right at 700 pounds, 197 to 201.75 on the steer trade. Six and a quarter to 650s, 205.75 to 212.75. 570 weights, 222 to 230. Into the heifer trades, eight weights, a dollar sixty. 750s, 163 to 169.75. Seven weight heifers in the light end, 170. To 175. 670 weight. Here's a straight two owner load of good black heifers from Gales at Hodgeville, Dukes at Morse. 670. They bring 182.50. 650 weight sword black heifers, $1.80. 580 weight blocks, 194 and a quarter of the 520s at 203. That's the way it is in cattle country. Heartland Swift Current. Now, the latest Saskatchewan pork prices for SIG 5. TCP BP2, $132.38 per 100 kilograms. For BP4, TCP4, the price is $146.11 per CKG. The outlook for today, mainly cloudy, 30% chance of light snow, wind northwest 20. The high today, minus 4. The low, minus 10. 
Tomorrow, becoming cloudy in the morning, then snow. Wind southwest 30, becoming light near noon. The high, minus 2. Wind chill, minus 14 tomorrow morning, minus 7 in the afternoon. The low, minus 2. In Regina, with partly cloudy skies, it's minus 6. That's 21 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the northwest at 23. Moose Jaw, light snow, minus 4. Once again, Regina, partly cloudy, minus 6. That's 21 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.